Okay, we are rolling. Hey. So, this is Matt and Susie. Hi. Hi, and we're going to get creative today. Are we now? We are. Susie Health Solutions, that's us. We do health insurance and talk about all kinds of cool things. Yeah, but today is being creative, which is kind of the, the fun thing that, that a lot of people assume that oh, because you do insurance, you're borrowing. You follow little actuary tables and talk like robots. No. <laughs> okay, so true, we do geek out on actuary tables, but we don't. We're not very robotic. No, and that's probably what's leading us to being moderately successful here in our little portion of the state. We are. We're thinking. Well, I hate to use the the cliche outside the box. We're well, you it, know. It's different. We, we we approach things differently than other people do sometimes. Well, yeah, but it's, we you know, I, I remember, you know, years ago they said, hey, do you want to be a partner with the Health Plan Finder? Mm -hmm. And out of 2,000 other agents, I was the only one that said yes. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's a really clear example of, of, you know, adapting and overcoming and thinking mm -hmm. outside that box. Yes. Um, be a new phrase for that. What? A new phrase instead of outside the box. We need something new. Something 21st century. Um, In the cloud? Because <sighs> you're really, it's really about sharing and having an environment where you can be creative. Mm -hmm. True. Um, because I've, I've come into places and they said, oh, you want to make a Xerox machine. You want to follow procedures. Mm -hmm. These are all the only procedures. This is how it's been. This is how it always will be. Mm -hmm. And and which, of course, does not just because that's the way it's always been doesn't mean it's the right way to go. Well, it's it's, you know, if you've got a layer of dust on something, it's not working. Yeah, that's um, true. Um, you know, how often did you get kind of stifled to a safe way in their continuous improvement program? <laughs> what continuous improvement program? That's that's one of the big problems with business. I mean. You know, treetop. I was I was able to knock out what was it like something like five a week without too much effort. Oh yeah, you you came up with some great ideas, and they didn't implement any of them. No, no, they did implement some of them. Um, they didn't like the management didn't like hearing it. Yep. Um, you know, I basically run HR out of money with prizes because they were offering prizes at that point. That's true. Um, you know, I got like. Was about half a dozen different T-shirts and a knife, and I think we got fruit snacks or something. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, something going was, on. We did pretty good. Yeah, it was it was a crazy amount of rewards for you know just looking around my job site and saying, oh, we need to change this belt to this. Mm -hmm. um, just paying attention to the world around you. Yeah, and that's but it wasn't more in paying attention to the world around you. It was paying attention on how to interact with it. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, we, we saw some of that this year uh, when the average, you know, average, you know, the average amount of plans on the health plan finder shrunk was like two and a half percent. Something like that, yeah. Two and a half, three percent, somewhere in there. Yeah. And we gained 20 percent yeah. on the paid and 30 percent on the non-paid. Yeah. Our book grew where other people's shrunk. Um. um it's partly because we were paying attention to what was going on and we paid attention to our audience. We paid attention to the people who we want to talk to and we reached them in new and different and shiny ways. 
And that's the big, yeah, but that was the big thing. I mean, we start six months to a year out thinking about, okay, well, what are we going to do starting October 15th for our Medicare and November 1st for our our non-Medicare folks Mm -hmm. and all the points in between? Exactly. Um, You know, and that's, you know, kind of the thing. And I mean, I know, I know you put a note on your, on your computer saying ideas. I've given you some. You have. And we've implemented a couple or at least made efforts. Well, you know, doing like a podcast like this. Well, yeah, that's, this. that's exactly right. Is this it? It's one of those thoughts. It is. Um, you know, we've, we've done a thousand videos on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Has it been that many? Probably. Uh, well, remember this. This was this was a fun point. Was someone was 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 mentioning uh, on uh, on uh, what was it? It was hearsay. Mm-hmm. Remember the, the the computer program with farmers? Yes. That wiped out half of you know like two three years of our effort. Yeah, that was annoying. That was annoying. And then someone mentioned that, that, that yeah, it's not, re- not really a big money maker. And it's just like, yeah, it basically had a wheel back from today one with it. Yeah, it was a big pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. And it was never very, it, it was not implemented properly. It probably wasn't a bad idea. It just wasn't implemented well. And it wasn't kept, and it was launched and dry launched and it's like woo here it is this most awesome thing and they never did anything else with it well no 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 it it, it's got it's got very washed messages okay so it's real generic it's it's very it's not really community centered oh no it's 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 lowest common denominator stuff yeah and it's 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 that that feeling to to make things safe and being creative is not necessarily about being safe. No, that's true. You got to push some envelopes occasionally. It can lead to safety. Yeah. Because it'll say, hey, take this path instead of that path. Yeah. Now, to be fair, um, you are a lot more adventurous when that kind of stuff goes on than I am. I have, I have a tendency to be a lot more conservative and be a little more on the take the safer appearing route. And you push me out of my, my comfort zone frequently. But you have places where you explore, and we've adapted our business. Yes. For example, the Cookie Project. Yes. Uh, one of the things we do is we go out to senior centers, and we have a cookie day. where yes. It's a homemade cookie that's given out during meal times, and we're there and available to talk about insurance. And meet people and meet, just generally be part of the community. Be part of the community. And... We could not do that if you weren't being creative in your cookie day. Mm, this is true. Because, um, I mean, you could go and I could bring pre-made grocery store cookies and people would say, oh, lovely cookies. But they're not homemade cookies. And the fact that I try and bring, uh, I try not to duplicate my recipes very often. I ver- I try to bring a new, new variety as often as I can, that gets them intrigued. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're made by my own happy little hands, you know, within the last 24 hours makes a difference. Yeah, it's and, effort. In, in the effort for me to be there, mm-hmm. you know, showing up once with a box of grocery store cookies ain't going to impress anybody. Well, someone did that at one of our events. Yeah. It was, it's been a couple of years, but they, they, they showed up the same day 
with it was like store-bought pastries or something. something yeah and for some reason they just didn't have the effect against the particular cookie we had that day no it's a good cookie I don't even remember what we served, but we always had, I think we've had one or two that were not like super duper um, hits, but overall people like my cookies. I yeah. make a good cookie. Yeah. And that that's a really good example. When you say, oh, I'm not creative. You just aren't creative. You just aren't looking at yourself creative. Okay. And I'm creative in different ways. Yes. You're creative in different ways. And sometimes I have to, I or the people around you have to foster that out. Yes. Um, and, I guess that's true. And that's, you know, and that comes from having someone that, that, that is providing you with a safe environment. <laughs> yeah. And not nearly enough people have safe environments to, to stretch their wings like that, especially if they're working for the man. Yeah. yeah. It's because, you know, if they, they, they make, you know, one step to the left or right, they get fired. Yeah. But that's one of the advantages of working for yourself is you get to get creative. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, if you get creative and you're working for yourself, your safety net's a lot different than if you, you may not even have a safety net. You might fling, you might fling something out and land smack on your face. And the key is to not panic and just shut down. The key is to take it and say, okay, well, that was a nice experiment. Take the lessons from it and move on to the next one. Yeah, that that's entirely true. I mean, it's, it's, you know, using that to, to pick yourself up and, and do the, oh, gosh, I screwed up. Mm -hmm. What do I do next? Exactly, but not panicking. Um, you know, we we went through that, you know, when when my agency collapsed. Yes. And that's been, what, uh, eight years? Uh, no, the agency went down six that's years ago. Six years ago. Six. Well, well, no, no. It collapsed about eight years ago, huh. and we had... Uh, and it it it's seven years ago, seven years, seven eight years ago, and mm -hmm. we had aftershocks that led oh. us for up until the last, you know, up to about five years ago. Oh. Yeah, we, but we took ourselves and we dusted ourselves off and you know learned lessons. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of lessons from that process. Yeah, we completely had to do it. We're still in the same industry. Well, that's true. We could have jumped ship real easy. Matt could have said, I can't do this and gone and gone back to work a day stuff. I'd still be working at a job I hate. <laughs> and that's the big thing is, 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 yeah, if you, if you take the safe route, yeah, you could land in something you hate for the rest of your life. Well, the frustrating thing is about what I had is I loved what I did for a long time. But it changed. It did. And it, the, the fact that it's not getting good quality input from the people around it. Yeah kind of will lead you down that dark path. Yeah, it does. Well, they, they, they weren't asking for input. And, okay, if you did give them input, they weren't, you know, they weren't listening. Um, you were expected to toe the line. You were not expected to think creatively. Um, and if you were, basically every idea you had wasn't yours anymore. Well, I'm, I'm and you really might get a virtual... You might get a virtual thank you note on a, on 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 the internet. Oh, hey, you got that? <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, but I, I remember, you know, how many managers did you have that, that just completely disregard you as a human being? Oh, I I can't even remember how many managers I went through at this point. I but mean, most, you... I, 
seriously, I cannot remember how many managers I went through while I was doing that job. Because you were with Safeway, what, 16 years? Yeah, about 15 years. Yeah. About every two years or so, I had a new manager. Oh. So at least six, probably more, because I had a big rush there at the beginning. It was like, bam, 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 bam. Well, you had pharmacy managers and you had store managers. Oh, yeah, store managers. Not nearly as many as pharmacy managers, interestingly enough. Really? Yeah, yeah. Store managers was four, five. Mm -hmm. I think I had six or eight pharmacy managers. It, you know. it was a faster, it was faster to run that. And that's, a lot of that is the culture. Um, start off in one way and then turned around to just, you know, do this and make money and forget taking care of your people, just make money, make money, make money. And that was the reason why I don't work for a pharmacy anymore. Well, I, I remember there was one point where you were telling me of a story of one of the, one of the, one of your coworkers that was struggling on food stamps and the, the two pharmacists arguing over a $5,000 table. Yeah. Over being nice enough. Yeah. Yeah. We're standing around and, you know, one of my people, one of my coworkers was trying to make ends meet desperately, mm -hmm. you know, and we were all at one point or another trying to figure out how to make ends meet. We weren't making doodly squat, you know, we make okay money, actually pretty good money for the fact that we were you know, working an hourly wage. Uh, and yeah, they were standing around talking about which 5,000 dining room table, $5,000 dining room table that they probably never ever would use mm -hmm. was the deal was it's like, Oh my God. And that, that level of, of, of cold cluelessness said a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the year that we uh, ended up selling hot dogs this summer for a softball tournament. Probably just so we could make a couple extra bucks to pay our bills. And uh, yeah, because we were we were we were in the we were deep in the struggle. Yeah, and we squeaked by close, man. Oh yeah, but we we did it, and that, it was that was the, the hot dog one was an interesting one. Yeah, because it really kind of showed us on, on business. Um, the the first day we didn't make any money. Mm -mm. By the second day, we broke even. Uh, and made a little bit, and by the third day, we were actually making money. Mm -hmm. Yep, we had made some money and made enough. Um, but there were there were, there were there were some little interactions in there. You know, one of them was we uh, picked up a square. Yes. We we picked up a square early on because yep. our partner RJ said, "Hey, um, you know, get something you can take debit cards on." Mm -hmm. And we're like, ah, "Okay, we'll get one." It's easy. It was stupid, and it worked out really great. And it 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 was a early day it was an early adoption people weren't doing that mostly yet but if you go like to a farmer's market now everyone's got something along those lines because you have to you have to because it, it it takes about i think the time they were they were running about 15 to 20 percent extra business you you got get from it mm -hmm. um you know someone made the the astute statement that, that Oh, you've got a card reader. You must be legit. Yeah, it makes you seem more more of a legit business. And in reality, it costs us all of about ten dollars, and they paid ten dollars into our account to do it. Yeah, so it was just a big wash. It was it was it was a wash. The hardware is a wash, and then they take a they take a percentage off your um, fees. Fees exactly. Um, they take a it was a three. I want to say like three percent. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had to use it really. Yeah. 
Um, I still got one for right for my notarizing. Yeah, I haven't uh, used it, but no, got it. But that's that's one of the things out there is is people are you know shocked at the third party delivery services. Oh, like uh, like uh, da, da, DoorDash, DoorDash, Uber Eats. Uber Eats. We've got a local one, Dashing Drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how their percentage, uh, what they take off the top. Some of it's more. Some of them are. Uh, some are more expensive than others. Some are more expensive than others. Some, you know, charge the consumer. Some also charge the restaurant. Yeah, and that's caused some consternation. I saw a post from um, one of our local restaurateurs today. Yeah. Did you see that one? Oh yeah. And show that they showed what um, their profit, how their profit was reduced because of that. Well, the fees they think they cut into about out of a it was a thousand dollar bill, mm-hmm. uh, and so it cut into their you know so they you know got paid paid the it was the some dash I want to say it was the the Uber Eats or no it was um, DoorDash. Yeah, DoorDash paid DoorDash like six hundred dollars which left four hundred dollars in food costs mm-hmm. which might have covered the groceries yeah so. And so, so that you know, everything else was was eaten up yeah. by using a service. Um, yeah, it's very frustrating. Yeah, um, I, I remember the the grocery delivery business when it was just starting to get play, played with over in Seattle. Mm-hmm. You had to make the order had to be at least a fifty dollar order before you made any profit. Yeah. Now, to be fair, the um, the delivery industry right now uh-huh. is in a weird position because everyone's using them more. So I don't know if they're reduced their minimums or what the scoop is. Well, some did, did some, some outreach for COVID. And then some of them don't have an addit. They've, they've waived some of their consumer fees, but that's only for a certain time. Yeah. The trick is to get people used to the service. Oh and yeah. Then, and then, then use after. it consistently. Yeah. One of the nice things about their local business, our local uh, delivery driver, is their local. Now, of course, everyone that drives is a local business, is exactly. a local independent business person. It's, it's a very interesting trade-off because you're supporting. You almost have to choose who you support. The the, the problem is is um, it's a really good example is the grape growers. Mm-hmm. They get paid very little when you look at a bottle of wine. Yeah. True. So each little piece is kind of like a grape grower. Yeah. The restaurant's a grape grower. The delivery person's a grape grower. And then you've got, you know, the big producers. And the vineyards and the bottlers. That are actually reaping the, the lion's share of the profits. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, so there's the thing. You've got, um, say, let's go with DoorDash. They're a pretty good-sized mm-hmm. company. Um, the, the funds that they're taking, yes, you're, they're paying their drivers. Um and you're supporting a local person. It's like if you go to Target, you're and you shop there. You're supporting um, the person who the, works there. Yeah, the, the, but you're also paying Target's profit. Bottom line, you buy um, a greeting card at Target versus a greeting card at, say, Pickle Papers downtown. Your money's going to stay more local if you shop local. The, the closer you get to the, the locality. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, the big box stores, yeah, we know they, they extract a lot. Franchises extract some. Mm-hmm. 
and then your your truly creatives, mm -hmm. your mom and pops out there mm -hmm. uh, retain the most. Yeah. In a community. Yes. And so what we're talking about is being creative and keeping those smaller mom and pops viable and exciting and and interested interesting to consumers well yeah and that's that's sometimes a mom and pop has to charge a higher price so there's got to be a, a it, it it depends and that's that's you know because i mean for instance for what we do we're not adding any fees no we do not but if you're doing goods versus services you might end up with different price structures just because the you don't have the power of a walmart it yes your your hamburger is not going to cost the same as a mcdonald's hamburger no but your hamburger might be a heck of a lot tastier it should be <laughs> but but that that boils down to supply chains the trick is is how do you as mom and pop hamburger store find the best distribution center and that's also another version of being creative and well you know you know iga is a good example independent your your associated independent grocer mm -hmm. um that is an you know a mom and pop operation our grocery store next door mm -hmm. you know it's a franchise it's a franchise opportunity um and again it, it really also depends on that franchise owner mm -hmm. on how much they you know keep in the community yes because you know, one of the things that was pointed out in the with the the care program with with COVID mm -hmm. was suddenly these large restaurant chains mm -hmm. extracting millions of dollars. Yeah, and the reason they could do that, and we realized this when we were looking at the application process, is um, they could because they were franchise, and each franchise has fewer than five hundred people, so they've got giant corporations getting these billion dollar. You know, oh, it was millions, of, millions dollars. of dollars loans, but were they distributing them into each individual franchisee? Probably not. Probably not. And although that probably was the theory behind it, that just wasn't what was going on in practice. Well, some of it is is on how the the disconnect between the small businesses mm -hmm. and the representatives, because the representatives we we saw this the other day. The representatives were going on. Uh, small businesses use small banks. Yeah, we ran into that. And we had to do that. No, they no, don't. No, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes we have to use the big banks because that's who will deal with us. Oh, well, we, we, everyone has different features you look for. That's true. We do, do we different. Um, the, the reason why we bank at the particular bank we do is mm -hmm. because we trade money back and forth with one of our partners. Right. And... That just works better with the bank that we use. Correct. Yeah. And because so again, another version of us being creative. Us being creative. How do you pass money back and forth with you with with your partners quickly, easily? Because mm -hmm. um, there was one point where uh, the local branch locked it down because mm -hmm. they they did a check in for that particular you know they refused refused to. They did a three-day, the standard three-day hold on it, despite the fact that that we've been doing business with them for years. For years, and just it, and they did it be, after they looked at the last name. Yeah, well, you know, and that's straight up. That's what he did was they looked at the last name. It wasn't our our normal banker, yeah. and saw that it was, it was a Hispanic name, and they turned around and put a flag on it. Yeah. 
there's some gray area there. I mean, we really don't know what happened. We can't read minds, but that's that is definitely a, a, a strong assumption. I mean, to be honest, they always had the right to do that. They just didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation, though. Yeah, that's another conversation. Yeah, racism in America. That's a big podcast. So um, our topic, of course, was being creative. And I think a good example of being creative is we've shown a good a couple examples of being creative. And Matt's been mm -hmm. pretty awesome about coming up with some really brilliant um, marketing ideas and outreach ideas. And he's just kind of. I, I cannot give them this, this man enough credit to what he does to keep us afloat. He does so much. And I don't know if he knows how much I appreciate him. Um, mm -hmm. But you just kind of got keep an open mind, keep your eyes open, look for opportunities where you don't expect them. It's not that you don't expect them. It's people will point to them. Yeah. Well, the thing is you might not be you got to keep your eyes open. You don't always notice it when you when for the, when you see it. You don't always see it for what it is, or could be. I think I, I, sometimes you see something as like, oh well, that's just silly. And then you don't, and you have to think about it for a second. It's like, oh, hey, this could be used for this instead of that. You know. Give an example. I'm trying to. How um, you put me on the spot? Well, you, you're the one who brought it up. I know. But sometimes you get an idea where, okay, so if someone's doing, say, um, okay, say someone's doing a, an idea where they want to uh, get together with a bunch of local businesses and create a welcome back to the, welcome back to the real life kind of uh, program where you reach out and you partner with local businesses and um, give people discounts. We saw a bad attempt at that. Okay. But we took the idea and it, it might've been, it was probably a moment of cosmic unconsciousness because another person had a similar idea, but a much, much better. Um, uh, You're referring to our scavenger hunt. The scavenger hunt. Yeah. Um, and it was a much better process. And we saw, like I said, the concept was like a cosmic unconsciousness moment because uh, uh, I've seen a couple different versions out there of it. Exactly. And what you've got someone saying, well, this is a great idea, and then manu manipulating it to a better idea, even if the first idea was a disaster. Yeah. It, it's one of those ones I, I we wanted to do something unique and to give back. Um, yeah. And we, we're not a marketing firm because there's, there's a bunch of these that are run by marketing firms. Yeah. And I, I sit there and laugh because I know they're paying big money for this. Yeah. Um, we're not a marketing firm. We're, we're not a marketing agency. firm. We're an insurance agency. But we, we want to help our, we want to help our, our, Local businesses want to help our neighbors. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, we got to stop into a couple because one of one of them said, "Are you stopping in here tomorrow?" Not tomorrow. <laughs> oh, not tomorrow. But the, the, are you stopping here soon? Uh, because she, she she saw what we did on Facebook and said, "Yeah, I want that as, as part." And it's, and it's like we could definitely stop by and, mm -hmm. and make her make her day. And mm -hmm. we've got a couple others that are out there. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's that's a. Big thing is the scavenger hunt. If you're in in the Wenatchee Valley and say, I've got a business, I want foot traffic, 
how do I do it? We've got a way to help. We've got a way to help, and it's it's. And we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna work as a partnership with our 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 co part our co co businesses to make this fun and affordable for everyone. And that's the big thing is because we can't be you know extracting this exorbitant fee out of everybody to to get you on your feet. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, and we've, we've seen some ridiculous non-creative efforts to do it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we've, we've reached out to a couple of our media partners to see if they, if they're able to give back to the community, because I know that they've taken a hit. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's one of the, one of the most difficult lessons out there is, is, and this comes with, with being creative is being compassionate. Yeah. Don't just be you know, mercenary about it. And it. Yes, you can go in there and say, I'm going to make a buck off of this. Or you can go in there and say, I'm going to make a buck off this and help other people make a buck off of this. Or I'm going to help support this charity. Or I'm going to help support these people. There's so many different ways to take a look at it. And it's it's kind of nuts out there. Is, is I, I've seen a lot of, you know, and a lot of just absolute mercenary attitudes. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen, uh, and COVID really is a real good razor to, to, to see it in use. Yeah. Um, I, I, I saw a bunch of doctors the other day pitching stuff and I'm like, you're not mentioning any of the science behind it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you're marketing stuff. Yes. And, and some of it's marketing. Some of those people are out there at marketing snake oil um and trying to capitalize on the fear and yeah I've, I've i've been you know a number one really curious because we got an event coming up on the end of june um so the antibody tests are really on my you know on your radar on my radar because it's a creative thing it's yeah. it's a science thing um but i know that there's a whole bunch out there on the market that are not fda approved no um that are really bad when it comes to accuracy and it's like and there's no guarantees and someone wants me to shell out basically two hundred dollars cash for a test um with no guarantee of accuracy on the information yeah so we really gotta think twice about that but again people are trying to be creative and it's just yeah but it's creative but, without ethics right and there's that's something that's also you got to be careful of it's creative with ethics you got to be a good human being because you know we're all in this together well yeah you are but that's 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 a good example of being creative yeah and being creative in a negative manner yeah and that because there, there's ways that are, the creative is destructive, and it's like, hey, honey, hold my beer. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we're probably getting how much time are we at? Uh, we're we left. just about perfect. Okay, well then we should probably wind us up. Um, if you have ideas, if you anything you want to us to talk about, don't hesitate to give us a call. You know, hit us up, message us, Facebook us, call us. You know, we'll be here. Yes, <laughs> like, I'm one of the few people that that you will encounter. That will, I've actually got the, the, I had to write, I spent one year writing a poem a day um, and then performing it. Um, and I did that a year straight. That's first but, creativity. Um, I've never had any sort of writer's block. Lucky duck. 
Um, I, I'm usually the guy that, that people go to and say, ah, I'm stuck. What do I do? Yeah. And I usually ask about five questions and say, go forth this way. Yeah. And he's good at that. So we're winding it up. And if you've got questions, if you want some advice, you know, we're, we're here to talk to folks. Matt's got a great brain for this kind of stuff. I can look at it from a different perspective. We're a good team. So call us. Yep. If you've got an idea you want us to talk about, we're here to that too. And if you want to do an interview, we can also do that as yes, well. Yes, we. You, if you want to be part of this, we'll totally jump in. Put, pitch your ideas. And away we go. Bye.